Joseph Carrillo is a composer, arranger, and orchestrator who's worked on some of the most critically acclaimed films of the past few years, including Minari, RBG, and The Last Black Man in San Francisco, as well as TV series like Homecoming and At the Heart of Gold. This episode, Joseph and I discuss home studios, minimizing baggage, and creative prepping. And stick around afterwards for the premiere of his new piece, Insomnia. Welcome to Chamber House. Joseph, thanks for joining us. I am so happy to be here. So how's this time been for you? What's it been like hold up as the rest of us are during the pandemic? It has been a challenge. I mean, which is sort of strange because I work from home like all the time anyway. So really nothing has changed in that regard. I I think the thing that has been challenging is that I'm used to being alone a lot uh, during the day. And now my husband is here and our housemates now are both here also all the time. You know, when I grew up, I was like, you know, one of those latchkey kids, quote unquote, you know, my parents worked until six, but, you know, so I'd have like this three hour period of time uh, after school before my parents got home where I was just sort of by myself hanging out, watching TV. And I loved that time. I have a lot of fond memories of the time. So the idea of like just being alone during the day and working or doing whatever. You know? Now, do you have a space that you're working out of? Do you have, do, are you able to get away? So when this all started, it kind of became apparent that we would need to take on another housemate. And in order to do so, I would have to move out, but I still needed a studio. And it just kind of happened that sort of the timing and the finances and everything kind of came together very uh, serendipitously to, to allow us to create a studio space in the garage. And it, it, I mean, it's nothing fancy. It is just, we put two walls. So the garage is split into three. There's like the laundry room, the studio, and then a small storage area at the front. But the biggest challenge for all of that is, of course, all the stuff that was in the garage before, because um, we have many, many interests. It's been so much more than just taking everything out of the studio and then moving it into another room. It has been, you know, outfitting an entire room from scratch and then also having to deal with everything else in our lives that we've held on to. Because, I mean, my husband and I have been together for 20 years. and We just have 20 years of trash that we have to go through. Right. It's the process of sorting through all of that because it's not just baggage. It's emotional baggage in the most literal sense. So, you know, having to go through that and it's like, why do we have this? And I did make the comment in my blog about, you know, it's not just about whether or not it sparks joy, but it's about, you know, this sort of habit that we have where we just we collect things that masquerade as sentiment as as memories and it's just like it's not important you know you can let a lot of this stuff go it's not whether or not it sparks of course it sparks joy that's why i have it i love all my garbage but it is it's just garbage and that's not important and a lot of that stuff you know i'm like man i just need to let it go and you just need to let all of this stuff it's been a purging and it's been good so there has been a lot of that and then in between all of that i'm i'm trying to start focusing my time on more creative stuff and then also assessing like all of my systems that I have set up, like looking through my templates and looking through, you know, my process throughout the day and judging its efficiency or not, you know, and trying to be as harsh about that as I can be. It's just that process of like, what can I do to be better? I just want to be better, better than I was yesterday. What does that look like? 
it's a constant push forward. You know, it's interesting you say that because I feel like a lot of folks who I've talked to, their time has been spent kind of doing this like maintenance almost. It's like we're looking at all the things that hindered our creativity or the logistical things we haven't, you know, wanted to put the time into. And now we have the time to put into those things. It's like prepping for when everything does come back. I, I always had this idea that whenever I was going to begin work on a project, that I was going to treat that project as though I were recording, you know, with an A-list orchestra, you know, just with the idea that like, when that opportunity comes, I will be ready, even though that's not necessarily what, what's happening right now. I feel like I've talked to a lot of people that are that are going through this. I mean, like one of our colleagues, Edith, just posted she's redoing her template. Another good friend of ours, Nick Rapetto, redoing his template. Everyone's at this point where it's like, I'm going to be ready when everything opens back up again and we're able to kind of resume business, not necessarily as usual, but, you know, we're going to be ready for those opportunities when they present themselves and figuring out what you need to do to be flexible in the face of whatever may be different. I feel like we still don't actually know what's going to happen. So uh, the piece that you wrote here is called Insomnia. I think very appropriately named because I feel like that's something we're all kind of going through collectively right now in so many different ways where it feels like, am I dreaming? Like, can I just pinch myself and just wake up from this nightmare? Exactly. It, feel, it right feels now? so unreal. I mean, I'm, I'm fortunate in that uh, I feel like all of all my friends are like really kind and responsible and it's great. Um, you know, but it also sucks in the fact for, for everyone, just because we haven't gotten to see each other at all. And I think the absence of that, we keep like focusing on other things and trying to stay connected. So that's like also social media. Um, but then, you know, kind of in the middle of all this black lives matter really took off with all these protests and social media became so much more. The flow of information just seems to be getting faster and faster. It's like this rising river of information. You know, I had a lot of sleepless nights for whatever reason, not even anything specifically health-related, but just like the anxiety of everything that's that's going on. You know, I really wasn't very involved in Twitter uh, before this, but now I sort of have this time that where I'm not hanging out with friends, I'm looking at Twitter, or I'm looking at Instagram, and I'm we're just seeing so much more, more of everything in the world right now. And it's fascinating and it is anxiety inducing and insomnia inducing. <laughs> like and and I'm not really sure what to do with that. It was an interesting exercise to kind of think about this because there are so many aspects to it, whether it's just a dull depression, you know, just a moment where you can't sleep or a real kind of verge of a panic attack type of insomnia where you're just like, oh, my God, what can I possibly do? And it's it's difficult. Well, and I feel like listening to it, I got a sense of the way that your mind wanders when you're lying awake at night. It's it's almost kind of a piece in four tiny parts. And that was kind of the challenge because I had like all the ideas. How can I cram them into two minutes? And I also tried to not overthink this, you know, so like the first part is just kind of like the monotonous passage of time. And then the second part is this sort of distracted, lazy part and then there's a part that's kind of obsessively fixated on an idea, you know, where the strings are kind of playing sort of the same pattern over and over again. And then the last part is sort of like a little bit of a melancholic despair where it's just like, what do I do with this 
energy, with this time, with this, you know, and it ends basically with a question because it's like, what, what is next? Joseph, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And now, Insomnia by Joseph Carrillo. Insomnia was performed by Lisa Liu on violin, Drew Ford on viola, and Ro Rowan on cello. Chamberhouse is produced by Dabney Morris. See you next time.